Hello there, it's me, Professor Oak. I'm here to tell you about a new podcast series from Super NPC Radio, all about the original Pokemon games. Pikachu. That's right, Pikachu. Your favorite trainers are playing through Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow for their next Games Club series, and you can hear all about their journey. Look, my grandson is here. What's his name again? Well, my name is Gary, but whoever is playing the game named me Butt. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. But, I mean, Gary, did you subscribe to their Patreon to follow along with their Pokemon journey? Yeah, but only because I know they'll need help from me along the way. Catch the Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow Games Club by subscribing at the $10 DJ Toad tier at patreon.com slash supernpcradio to hear new episodes every Friday. We'll see you there, listeners. Gotta catch them all. To you live this morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAG Studios, Wario Cave Rule, Bowser Andros Gannon. This is Video Games, a comedy show. I'm your host, Jeremy Schmidt, and today we have a very special episode. Uh, we're talking about a series that we've pretty much avoided in all of the four <laughs> or five years this show has been going on, and I kind of don't know how we avoided it. We just, like, I guess because I personally never played these games until very, very recently, and then, like, nobody else like i guess just wanted like spoke up until now that they wanted to talk about it on the show and boy am i delighted that someone finally did uh we have but one member of the zoo tycoon crew here to make you laugh make you think and make you bleed it's alex gaskin hey how we doing alex is the man alex understands alex speaks of all the girls so neatly <laughs> oh yeah baby gotta love the host who the guest who jumps in before his cue i <laughs> know that was perfect you're supposed to say something and then the sound drop oh gotta hand it to the guest who does everything right he does everything perfect alex gaskin uh before we get into the episode though i do want to remind everybody that we have a patreon patreon.com slash super npc radio where you can find a bunch of bonus content from the makers of this show call me by your game inside video games classic with july reactivators and Introducing, as of 2023, the Scary Basement Movie Podcast. Uh, we got our Pokemon Games Club Gen 1 rolling over there. It's been a great time. We were just about halfway through. Get over there. Don't miss it. You don't want to do what you did to the Super Mario Games Club and miss the whole thing. You want to rush over there right away and, uh, and scoop up that before uh, we're on to another Games Club. Uh, I, I got to say, Alex, doing these quarterly Games Clubs where we cover one game and just sort of book club it instead yep. of doing an entire series has been w- was such an amazing experience that sounds awesome but like my biggest fear of like trying to join that is like not being able to beat a certain level and then just being left behind by everybody else <laughs> um yeah i mean you know some i mean it does happen every now and then where <laughs> somebody doesn't have time to get to you know a part of the game and so they're they're just sort of behind or they miss out on that one episode but for the most part, it's it just it paces you well. I mean, 
trust me, it's way better than being like, I have two weeks to finish this entire game before we have to talk about it. Because that, that actually does that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that was what our schedule last year, and we did like every Metal Gear Solid game in three months, and I was just oh, like, no. yeah, it was a nut. And I mean, I, I it was awesome, but this is uh, awesomer. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, we have uh, the series of games that we are going to be talking about today are the Yakuza series. Alex Gaskin brought <laughs> brought an episode <laughs> to my doorstep <laughs> called "The Six Things I Learned Binging Yakuza Zero Through Six. Uh, Alex, I don't even want to tantalize the listener with what that means until the main <laughs> event. They're gonna have to wait. But I really do want to hear. I do want to hear. Uh, what have you been playing? Other than Yakuza, if anything, and if not, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Oof. Uh, I did just uh, since since the uh, conclusion of my um, thing that we will talk about in the main portion of this episode. Yes, I have gone back to Fallout Four. Oh, okay. Because I never got to finish my run as an evil guy because I wanted to mm. be bad, be a baddie. I just I wanted to get a little bit naughty, but like in a digital space, so that nobody's feelings get hurt. Yeah. Wow. Fallout Four. Don't you mean Los Angeles today? Oh man. No, this is a lovely town. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't impugn my city. I'm gonna give myself one of these. Okay. Hey. Uh. Yeah. So how are you? Oh, and sorry, I also yeah. sorry just to jump in. I do have like one more bonus game that I've been playing, but I want to save that. Okay. Well, wait so a minute. We'll save it. Fallout Four. Have you beaten it before? The uh, oh yeah, as a good as a good man. I I beat it as uh, one of the Minutemen. I was yeah. a I was a I was a real Boy Scout. Nice. But I thought to myself, you know who seems like they've got it made in the shade? The bad guys. Yeah. With all the robots and the laboratories and the experiments, and I just thought to myself, what if I was a bad guy after the world ended? Like, what if? Yeah, and it's like, and I'm already, you know, kind of stretching the bounds of imagination by pretending I'm a guy who's good at science. So <laughs> why not? I've always thought that if the world went belly up, you know, I would, I would completely turn tail, become a complete, just chaotic evil. Yeah, I, I, I feel like the thing to do in any friend group is to like have like a running series of bets, like the over under on like how long it takes each of your friend to taste human flesh. Yeah, right. Yeah, and uh-huh. I don't want to like. <laughs> I'll I'll say yours is a nine. I'm not going to say whether that's days, weeks, or months, but <laughs> nine. Nine. Thank you. Nine's yeah. a high number if it's one through ten, or a low number if it's one through a hundred. Uh, yeah. Alex, Fallout Four. Never played it. Never played a Fallout game. I tried New Vegas for a while and I liked it, but I didn't stick with it. Yeah, Fallout Four. I I have a blast with Fallout Four. I like the uh, mm-hmm. I, I like those games where you can just kind of like just screw around and just yeah. create your own little like world in the game well you're like a huge skyrim guy i am i am up until this episode i think i was known as the skyrim guy yeah yeah now you'll be known as something different from here on out for sure yeah yeah i um i'm playing a game that i think you would really like being a fan of skyrim and being a fan of kind of go anywhere do anything uh my life baby and and that is the game the legend of zelda tears of the kingdom i have been so i i do not have a I do not have the Switch. I've been tantalized by images and like screenshots and videos of that game, but I, I don't have the means. I mean, yeah. I have I could I could theoretically get one, but mm-hmm. I don't have it yet. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the Switch is like I just don't know how people live their lives without owning a Switch, to be honest. It's like just such a, an amazing achievement and human like 
uh, ingenuity and technology, really just human invention, truly. It is just such a stride forward. It's a game console you can take anywhere. Anywhere? Uh, record scratch. Whoa. Anywhere. Like, even... I don't prison. Know, to the, I was going to say to the bank, but prison, that sounds... You could take it you need to something the, to do. You could take it to the bank's prison, if you would like. Nice. Um, That's where the yeah. money lives. I, I definitely recommend this. I don't think I can recommend the Switch enough. It's such a great, like... I have... I bought mine at, like, launch window 2017, I believe, and, like, I it, it has served me well all these years later, and, boy, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom... Like, I would. I anticipated it being the game of the year for sure. Like my mm-hmm. personal game of the year, and it it really hit that, and like exceeded all the expectations in the way that Elden Ring kind of did last oh, year. Nice. Where like, like just nothing. I just nothing is gonna come out that's gonna top it. I I just kind of know, you know. You ever read a book so good you're just like, oh, this is gonna be the best book I've read for a while. Yeah, yeah, I guess I, 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 I guess I do understand what it feels like to enjoy things. Yeah, or like I've when you saw Harakiri, Alex, you're a big Harakiri yeah, fan. I am. Yeah, I am. yeah. I that's am. sort of like the film version of Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, so it's about suicide. <laughs> uh, Tears of the Kingdom is like, uh, you know, we did an episode about it a couple weeks ago, and I basically gave all gave a lot of my first impressions there. Um, and I'm not, again, no spoilers, nothing like that. I just, as I've played it more and more, I'm finding that some of my first impressions weren't exactly correct about it. Like, I thought the world felt kind of empty at first, and I really want to walk that back. Like, it is, mm. it is a, it is a new kind of just beautiful expression of game design and secret Easter egg giving, like, in ev- around every corner, you know, uh, uh, there's a building mechanic in it where you like craft vehicles, and it like should suck, <laughs> but it's actually awesome. I kind of love the idea of Link just like cruising around in like a convertible, you know? Yeah, just, he like... cruises around. He flies planes and cars in this yeah. game. Link's crazy Corvette summer, you know? Just uh, yeah. Forget about all this Ganon nonsense. Just go to spring break, man. Yeah. Just, uh, the open I want top, I want Link road. and Ganon shirtless at you know, at Cozumel, basically. Like, I, I want a volleyball scene that makes Top Gun feel like going to church. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, yeah, I can't recommend the game enough. I mean, I, 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 that being said, most of everyone is playing Tears of the Kingdom right now. It is just ubiquitous. Like, I do feel like a very out-of-place boy right now. Yeah, and I'm sorry to make you feel that way, Alex, but, I mean, come on. You got to watch Goodfellas eventually. You know what That's I mean? True. You got to... You gotta do it someday. Uh, no, I, I I log on my Switch and like every friend I have is playing Tears of the Kingdom right now. I don't think there's a single person who's like, because it shows you what games your friends are playing, and it's like no one's is saying like Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's 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 Zelda, and it's gonna be Zelda for a while too. I mean, I barely feel like I've scratched the surface in this game, and it just keeps on giving. So. Congrats to Nintendo. You made something that looks like absolute crap, but <laughs> but plays so beautifully, so well. Um, okay. Uh, let us get into a wee bit of the news. Okay, so Xbox, um, the uh the the Blizzard 
acquisition went through. So now they own even more gaming juggernauts than they did before. They've pocketed yet another. So Blizzard is now under under their Finally, wing. a win for the little guy. <laughs> Along with, you know, Bethesda and others. Um yeah, some uh, uh, th- we thought that was going to get blocked, and it ended up uh, not. As of this recording, the Wednesday PlayStation Showcase has not happened, so kind of a huge bummer because that is going to be a huge news item that I'll have to talk about next week, even though it's happening in two days from now. But can we can we just like go ahead and just like shot in the dark? Let's just guess. Like, yeah, each of us guess one thing that's going to be announced on Wednesday. You go first. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I. Oh, here's a big ho- here's a big wish. Bloodborne remake or just a a 60 frames a second port to the PlayStation 5. That's like a fingers crossed. Some someday they they're going to do something with Bloodborne. That's your beautiful dream? That's my beautiful dream. <laughs> that's a beautiful that's a pretty beautiful dream. I think yeah. my my official prediction uh is that Sony will announce that they also own Blizzard. <laughs> it's going to be a huge mess and no one's going to be happy. Yeah. It's like in the Bible when they're like, cut the baby in half. It's true. There will be some messy babies yeah. all over this one. Some just baby guts all over yep. the place. Just a real, just a real boondoggle. That's my prediction is that I think Sony will also buy Blizzard. Yeah. Um, I'm, ha- I'm also hoping for like either a PS PlayStation VR price drop or a PlayStation VR, like, oh, kidding, all of the original VR ones games can play on the VR too. I don't know if you know this, Alex, but like they came out with a new VR and it doesn't play any of the old VR games. But why? I don't know because it's also like not enough people own VR already. It's just such a weird business decision. Yeah, that seems misguided. Yeah, and I, and, and, uh, you know, I, famously and i do mean famously uh <laughs> pre-ordered a playstation vr headset and then unpreordered it Ooh. mainly because i didn't have the money i mean it's like 700 dollars or something but oh, no. um but yeah um yeah playstation vr 2 i'm sure there's gonna be a lot of news with that but of what we don't know um let's see uh oh yeah eg uh Aonuma, who is the uh he is like the producer or director of the Breath of the Wild game. So Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom, Zelda has announced that this is going to be the series format moving forward. Hmm. So instead, yeah. So I don't know if you know this, Alex, but like Zelda is typically an open-ish but linear experience. You know, you mm-hmm. got to go here, then here, then here. And you can do some side stuff, but it's pretty linear um, yeah. traditionally. Uh, these uh, These Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom games are are open, literally explore, go anywhere, do anything at any time type games. So some people like that. Some people don't. Some people prefer the more on rails experience, you know, feels like, so- I don't know. Maybe it's just my play approach to playing games now, but I feel like more and more games are going to the open world, do whatever you want yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. It does feel like that's sort of like also popularized by like Fortnites and maybe PUBGs and stuff where it's mm-hmm. big maps, lots to do. I don't know. Yeah. Just drop you in the middle of it and sort it out. I yeah. mean, these games, you know, I, I can't speak to the Zelda games, but a lot of the open world games, you can stay, like you can find the rails. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, again, I can't speak to this one because I am. Uh, yes, you can. You t- you can I'm totally switchless. you can to- totally mainline it, as they say. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. Let's see here. Uh. 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 uh this is the. Uh, oh, this is also the ra- record-breaking Zelda game for them. Great job. Uh, About time ten, they turned a corner on that one. Ten million copies in three days. It is crazy to remember sometimes that video games just absolutely pants movies when it comes to just box oh. office. Like, just the Dude. degree to which they run laps around that industry is crazy. Dude, 10 million copies of a $70 game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Nintendo's world. We're just living in it. Yeah. They're, they're going to hit a billion dollars <laughs> off of Zelda. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, that is, yeah, that's a lot to comprehend. Like, can you believe, like, what, 40 years ago, people thought this, you know, well, I guess 40 years ago it didn't exist, but 30 years ago, this stuff was for nerds. Yeah, I know. And now the two coolest guys in school are talking about it. Yeah, the two coolest guys you'll ever meet in your life, me that's and true. Alex. Yeah, definitely are, well-dressed right now. Yeah, our mate, we're all, we're, and we're making ones of dollars. Yeah, high do, fives are in demand. Part, yeah. <laughs> And if, we're, uh, and if we're talking about it, it has to be cool. Yeah. Um, Alex, you know, it's May 22nd right now, but in June, come June, we'll have a couple of uh, exciting new titles. Street Fighter Six is coming out early June, and around mid-June, Final Fantasy Sixteen. I know you're not much of a Final Fantasy guy, but you are a fighting game guy. I am a big Final Fantasy Seven guy. I haven't really... Oh. Like, one of the things that I may, like, force you to do on your show is help me like find love again with another final fantasy franchise. Oh, great. Yeah. I would, I would be, I would appreciate just like a, like a, the bachelor style. You just line yeah. up final fantasies one through 15 and just yeah. see where the sparks are. It'll just be like, yeah. <laughs> Noctis, Squall, Zidane and the like all hoping for a rose. Yeah. I, I think I'm ready to love a final fantasy again. It's going to be tough because you have played the most modern and most like modernly expressed version of the game. So, you know, and much like a video game series we'll be talking about here pretty soon, if you're to go back, you 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 will have to understand they're not it's not going to be as good or tight or, you know, as the one you just played. The remake, I mean, Final Fantasy VII yeah, remake. Right. Um I would also recommend Crisis Core. Hmm. Which is like a sides final a Final Fantasy VII side story that just came out. Hmm. It's sort of uh yeah, it's like a remake of a PSP game, but like I've been having a good time with it. The battle system is really good in it. So hmm. yeah. it's good because I did try Final Fantasy fifteen. I just have not been able to embrace their combat system at all. Yeah. It's not it's, it's very just, annoying. It, the hack and slash aspect, the beat 'em up aspect of what you're doing in the FF seven remake is so it's hard, nice. hard to beat, you know. Yeah. Do you you don't like turn based either, right? You don't like. I didn't me- really play menus. them. Yeah. I didn't play them growing up. I'm stuck on Earthbound at the part where the game just like tells you it's going to get harder and then does. So like I just <laughs> like I feel like yeah. I'm learning to ride a bicycle at 30. Like yeah, right. So I do get you know get a lot of skin knees and stares from people as I'm trying to figure this out. <laughs> Earthbound's also like kind of a shaky one to start with because it's it's such a it's such a deviation or like a it's like it's like riffing on the idea of a turn-based game. I was gonna say it's very funny. Like there's a thing that yeah. kind of attracted me to it. So yeah. 
It's yeah. got a great and sense as of you'll, humor. As listeners will find out, when it comes to video games, I will do just about anything for a bit. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah, let's see here. We got some... Uh, did we got any, any kind of new releases? Oh, um, trailer for uh, Mortal Kombat 1. How are we feeling about that? Oh, thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, that is here in my notes. Mortal Kombat 1 trailer. That's a good question. I, I want to hear your thoughts first. I have not been a huge, like, you know, I'm a, I've appreciated Street Fighters and the like. I've never really gotten as into the Mortal Kombat style of game. Just never yeah. really uh, meshed with me. But I'll say it. Good looking trailer. Intriguing premise. Yeah. I mean, did you play Mortal Kombat 11 with, with I don't, me? I don't Dude. think I played 11. I played one of the more, like, I either played 9 or 10, but I don't think I played 11. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I so uh, or thirteen. What's the most recent one? Is I it, think eleven is the eleven most is most recent. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I've really enjoyed like the Warner Brothers Studios take on Mortal Kombat. Like, like nine was like the first one again, or whatever introduced like a time loop, some sort of time mechanic where they mm-hmm. you could like you could like they could bring back all the characters and you could see them like as if they're doing the tournament for the first time. Uh, 12, I didn't play, but then 13 was to me as good as like any Avengers movie in terms Mm. of just an action plot. Like I just, I loved that single player campaign as a fighting game. I haven't had enough time with it with other people to really know if it's like a good if it's a satisfying, like if you and I were to go toe to toe, if it would be as satisfying as say like the the times we've had with Virtual Fighter Five and Tekken oh, and stuff, so good. But um, like I don't imagine it's the deepest fighting game in terms of like mechanically how you yeah. play it. Yeah. But um, I've enjoyed those single player campaigns. the 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 trailer for this to me, it's like another reset looks like it's like yeah it's intentionally they're calling it one yeah yeah i am i was very i found myself thinking man i really want to i want to see what this is about like yeah. it, to the point where like i thought about like oh should i track see if the last one is at a decent price point to get a feel for it and get yeah. into the next one yeah i would say uh i recommend 11 you know uh big time i I'm like I'm looking at this new one though, and I'm thinking like, are they are they scaling it back? Because they really blew out the universe in eleven. So then I'm mm-hmm. like thinking, is this another like nine situation where we're kind of yeah. going back? And I feel like from the trailer, it's going to give you like two very divergent options. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure you know most games will give you like a good versus evil, but I'm curious to see what that looks like here because that feels. I mean, if it's just a matter of like, do you want to be good or be bad? But they weren't really going for that so much as they were just like, everybody has like everybody has a reason to fight. Like, will you be like friendly or not friendly? Yeah. So that's not quite the same as saying like you're going to be good or bad. It's going to be like, are you going to be peaceful or not? And I was like, what the hell does a peaceful option look like in a game like Mortal Kombat? Uh, yeah, right. Or or just like uh, yeah, it's just specifically not doing fatalities. Yeah, uh, like I do not fatalities all the time because I can never remember how they work. Yeah, I well, I'm also like. Is is like the idea of a good versus evil path gonna be in like the single player? Or are they gonna try to make that of mechanic in the matches somehow? Like, 
Like there's a good, almost like stances, like good stance versus evil stance or something. Like you get <laughs> nice bon- versus impolite. Yeah, you get like bonuses for each, but like also maybe handicaps for each or something. That's interesting. Like, yeah, that's that's what I'm like. I'm not not sure how that works in a fighting game in the same way you're saying. Kind of like I'm not. Yeah, like, I'm huh. just I, I they, my eyebrow is up a little bit higher than the other eyebrow right yeah. now because I'm intrigued. Well, if it's a strictly next gen game, you know, I'll get it and then you can come over and we can we can play through it. Uh Yes, we can. Uh if you don't have a uh, cuz I know you do, you're still rocking the PlayStation 4. I'm still today. rocking the Yeah, I am still rocking the PlayStation 4. No I, shame in that. No that's I, a great console. I know, but I want a 4K player, you know? I just yeah. I want yeah. the 4K option. I don't even have the 4K television yet. I've Practically a damn luddite in this house, but uh, <laughs> especially for such a cinephile, Alex. I know. If, in I know. case the listener doesn't know, is a huge film liker. In fact, he I, and I used to have a podcast called the Thirty Thirty so Minute it, Movie Minute, baby. Thirty Minute Movie Minute, and then another yeah. one called uh, Double Double Feature Feature. Double Double Feature Feature. We are really good at naming podcasts. We really are. Those are some good names. Like double Tidal double feature Spotify. feature. Like they should hire us to come up with the names for their podcast. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, iHeartRadio. Eat your heart radio. Yeah. Out. How about iHeart Podcast Geniuses? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, we got it. I also had this dream of doing a Patreon exclusive show called Movie Shitheads, where we uh, where we talk about movies. Uh, remind we got, you got to write. We got to do that soon. We got to yeah, do that an episode I'm down. soon. I'm absolutely down for that. Um, but yeah, you need a 4K TV. You need a 4K I know, player. It's I just, know. It's just ridiculous, buddy. I wake up every day and I, I look at my beautiful wife and I think about the opportunities I have to create art in this world. And I'm like, it's all meaningless without a 4K television. It's true. It really is true. If you're not looking at flowers in with the deepest and most pristine shade of hue on your Ghost of Tsushima game, then you're not doing anything right. No, you might as well just stare at a piece of dog shit for hours. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, because you were you're you're you do have the PS4, but you you have been watching stuff on your CRT VHS player. It's true. I've I yeah. it's you know I got to wind up the crank so many times to keep it going for half an hour. And, <laughs> you know, for the sound, I have the Victrola going. Yeah, right. And you're trying to line them up. Yeah, I just have a little. I have a little man sitting at the side playing piano a lot to give me the uh, soundtracks to everything. <laughs> that would be. That would be sick, actually. That actually would rule. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, uh, what do you say we get out of the news? Uh, Let's get the hell out. That's the news. Okay, look, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the Yakuza series in a segment called The Six Things I Learned by Binging Yakuza's Zero Through Six. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome back to Video Games and Comedy Show here uh, with Alex Gaskin. Alex, hello. Uh, I'm your host, Jeremy Schmidt. Today, we're talking about the Yakuza series. As I mentioned up top, like... This is such a huge blind spot for the show, so I'm really happy that we're doing something with the series on here because I also understand it to be a very funny uh, it's, set of games. It's it's quite uh, it gives it gives you a little bit of everything. It gives you the comedy, it gives you the tragedy, it gives you the hitting people. 
the smiling mask and the frowning mask? Uh, they're both accounted for. Wow. Uh, so Alex did something crazy. He brought an episode <laughs> to my doorstep called The Six Things I Learned About by Binging Yakuza 0 Through 6. So Alex, let's tee this up because we're, we'll get into all six of the things you learned. But uh, tee up like what you did and how dare you do it. Uh, so I guess back at the time that uh, the PlayStation Plus brought out its fancy new tiers... Uh, you know, I was just like getting a little bit hog wild with all my game options. And a couple months into that, it was probably around like, I think it was around like September maybe of uh, last year. They put in the first two Yakuza remakes. I downloaded those and I, I downloaded Yakuza 0 and I started playing the first Yakuza. And I was getting really into it. And I thought to myself, wouldn't it be funny if I just decided to play <laughs> all of these games in a row without a break as a bit, but to nobody? Yeah. <laughs> like, what if I made myself laugh by playing the same video game franchise and then I finished Yakuza 1 and got right into Yakuza 2 and I was like, okay, what if I did that, but for real? <laughs> so I just, like, I mean, it was very funny to, like, encounter, you know, go out and, like, I'd see you and your video game friends and they'd be like, what you playing these days? And I'd be like, Yakuza 3. And then they'd see me again and be like, what you playing these days? Yakuza 5. <laughs> and it's like, do they know I'm doing a bit? Do they care? No. And yes. <laughs> uh, so I, yeah, I ended up playing Yakuza's 0 through 6. I played, I think I did 1 through, I either did 1 through 3 and then took again 0 or 1 through 2 and then 0. I don't remember which. I think it was 1 through 3 and then 0. Okay, so you did one through three, then zero, then you picked it back up, four, five, six. Yeah, and I know there are, just for the freaking, uh, I know there are a few occasional nerds who listen to video game podcasts. There's not very many, Yeah. and if we find you, we will kick your butt. Yeah, yeah, we'll Yakuza-style beat your ass in the street. We just kicking and punching. But I know, for the nerds out there, I know there are other games in the franchise yeah, so like notably Like a Dragon is one that you haven't played, which is like I think the most recent one, and I think the only one that's been talked about on the show, like I did, Connor I, McCabe was playing like yes, a dragon. I, I started that one like before I got to the mainline games, and I'm just I want to get back to that one. Uh but uh fun fact when I mentioned that there's like one extra bonus game that I've been playing since this entire franchise run, uh-huh. the other game that I've been playing is Judgment, the spin-off oh to the Yakuza God. series yeah. that takes place in the same universe. I was like, I kind of just sowing my wild, my oats a little bit with the games. I'm just like, let's play all these games that I've just let stockpile. So like, I've got to queue up Alan Wake soon, finally. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. I got that. But then, you know, Judgment is the next one chronologically before Like a Dragon. So I'm like... I'm gonna. I may just kind of go back and forth between the two of them, but I was. I just. I want to keep going in order, you know. Yeah, and there's two judgment games. There's Judge Eyes and Judge Eyes the, Two, or Judgment and Judgment Two, right? Yeah, there's Lost Judgment, which Lost looks judgment. really cool. I yeah. haven't got that one yet, but I I'll get around to it. I'm sure. Yeah, but yeah. I but just, those are the only ones you're really. And I guess I mean there's other and there's more too, right? Is there? There's, what, there's, there's like, like some like mobile games. There was like a zombie oh, shooter that was that. like yeah. No, there was no, like it's funny. Yeah, actually, fun fact. There was like the zombie shooting game that was like so poorly received it almost like ended the whole franchise for American <laughs> audiences. Like they just like almost were just like uh, let's stop 
bringing this overseas. <laughs> but Wait. then four did really well, and it just kind of saved the whole thing. Oh, that's okay. And thank goodness it did, because, I mean, these are like top-notch video game experiences. I mean, they, they have really fast, are. hot action, great senses of humor, and great style. Honestly, yeah, it's everything. It's just like... I guess it's kind of like, would you say, like a perfect, you know how like Jaws is like the perfect popcorn movie? Yeah. I don't know if this is as good as Jaws, but it's like that same vein of like, it gives you what you want. Well, it's really I, well made. I mean, if you're going to compare it to a modern franchise, I, are the Fast and Furious movies kind of not right? Or like, because it, it's the wrong tone, but. It's definitely the wrong tone. But okay. I don't know. This one is more, I don't know. I fun uh, little confession never really been that into the fast and furious franchise no i mean neither have i but yeah. i but i uh, cars are stupid they're killing the planet <laughs> I... just every time i see a car drive by i, I want to say stop it yeah right uh the yeah the uh, i i think uh, yeah fast movies maybe i'm trying to think of like but what what there are action movies you probably would maybe compare it to though yeah yeah and i a lot of uh what like give a give an example for the listener maybe a a more popular one if you can Mm, like a popular i'm trying to think like i mean they're it's not as it's not nearly as violent but like in terms of just like delivering the goods like the john wick films maybe yeah yeah again a very different tone but like the same like you're in this crazy universe there's lots of action yeah you get really hooked on it yeah, um, like one of the, yeah, one of the languages people speaks is fighting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, another thing about Yakuza is it's like got this like really great. It is a fictional Japan, right? It's not, mm-hmm. or it's not actual Tokyo or whatever that you're in. Uh, I mean, it's like with it's like a district within Tokyo that they made up, or like they just like based it off of a different, like a real place, but they okay. changed it because yeah. I don't know. As somebody who dabbles in fiction, sometimes you just don't want to be correct about stuff. I mean, like some of the draw of Yakuza, though, is definitely sort of that sim aspect where you're like kind of living the life of somebody who lives there. I'll say this. As somebody who's living in uh, America's wonderful inflation in one of the most expensive cities in the world, it's sometimes like you just get by with the, the crumbs of like, Oh, what if the little video game man went into a bar and had a nice drink and I didn't have to spend $20? Yeah. <laughs> like, what if that's good enough right yeah. now? But like, aste- aesthetically, have you been, a, have you always wanted, have you ever wanted to travel to Japan? Are you a fan of Japanese culture or anything? I, I mean, I'm a fan of a lot of places. I, I have enjoyed quite a bit of like stuff from Japan. I watch, like, I feel like I watch like the cinephiles version of like anime because mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, what's a, What's Miyazaki getting up to these days? Yeah. Like, let's fire up the Satoshi Kon film. You do it's have like, a part-time job, though, working um, for... Oh, yeah, I can't really yeah. talk about it. But okay. <laughs> it's not... I can't talk about it not for, like, sexy reasons. I just... Yeah. For very boring reasons. But, yeah, I yeah. do... But that's work. That's I, I bring my lunch pail. I kiss my wife on the way there. And then you, know. you watch anime. I, yep, and then they... <laughs> pull on a bird who's also a whistle and I go home to my wife, Wilma. Uh-huh. Yeah. You, yeah. You do the severance elevator on the way up. You forget it's everything true. you saw. It's true. Okay. Well, so yeah, so you're not necessarily like, that isn't necessarily the biggest draw for you then is like the, I mean, it's, the setting. It was, it was an appeal, but it wasn't like the main appeal, you know, okay. I was just like, Oh, I mean, I would enjoy this. I would enjoy, you know, I haven't really spent much time out of the country. I'd like to go, Japan's one of the places that I'd love to go, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's again, a big you draw just, for me, like, yeah. to, to play these games. I would love to, I, I would love to just be in that world. And the oh, same yeah. way I love being in, like, a cyberpunk world or, or like, a, 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 if I'm playing, like, a shonen game or something, being in, like, uh, or, uh, 
Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Oh no, a Ronin uh, game, something like that. Like a, yeah, like but, a you know, and like you mentioned, you know, you you know, my favorite film, Harakiri from Japan, right. Akira Kurosawa from Japan. There's like they they put out they put out a quality product. Yeah. Well, uh, so that's a little background on the series. Uh, the Yakuza games are also Sega games, which are, which is like. Sega's always been one of my favorite brands of all time, you know. I this, I, I will I, say like one of the little side notes, like this running this whole series made me like wistful for like what if we lived in a world where Sega like survived the console wars and we I had know. like do like what if Sega had their own Switch, you know? I I I wish that is the world that we lived in, Alex, but it didn't go that way. Instead, really we developed AI. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we a we made the Terminator happen. Thing, yep. <laughs> and we can't even like play Sega in our little hovels while waiting for the Terminators to kill us. <laughs> no, the Terminators don't like Sega either. Nope. Uh, okay, so six things that I learned by binging Yakuza 0 through 6. Uh, I guess, wait a bit, before we get started, which one's your favorite so far in the whole oh, series? Man, I asked this is... the other day, but it was hard for you. I want, I want it you to... was, and I don't think I was quite... I had just started 6, so I couldn't really like give you an answer on that one. Uh, off the top of my head, I would say it's between the remake, the second remake, two, zero, and then four and five, kind of like all kind of jockey for the top spot. And I will two, say there's not a zero, four, and five. Yeah, it's so four of them. I know, I know. It's tough, and it's just like there's they like the consistency kind of like hurts it, like hurts the ability to rank because you're just like. You kind of just feel like you're continuing oh, sure. to play one game, though. Yeah, you know right. the mechanics do. Like two and six have very different mechanics compared uh, okay. to the others, and like three, four, and five were all like just pretty much straight carryovers from the PlayStation Three. Three is like you feel its age. Four and five, I mean, they're like they're not PlayStation Four quality, uh-huh. but like they look good. They run really well. The yeah. action's real interactive. There's yeah, I I think two. Two is probably the one that I kind of leave. Like two, the only reason I'm like hesitating to just give it to two is that like I think the ending gets a little bit too kind of spirally, like in terms of just like piling on, like who's being okay. revealed is like what. Sure. So that, and uh, you know, you're kind of getting a sense of like why I didn't just like say, hey, what if I ranked these games? Or, like, hey, what if I recapped all of these games? Because right. that's hard. No, no, and we wouldn't want that anyway because no, we also we want, want people to, to play the... I also want to play these games, so... Yeah, I was going to say, this is... Yeah. You should put it like a, the reverse of a spoiler warning. It's like, non-spoiler warning. We're not going to give away a bunch of crap. Well, we're going to give away some crap. We're not going to give away enough crap to, like, take away the experience of playing the game. No, yeah. No, I mean, You're welcome, I'm, listener. Yeah. A midway spoiler, not warning. <laughs> yeah. Non-spoiler, uh, not warning. Please listen to this episode. All right. Let's start with number one. What's the first thing you learned? In the first Yakuza? thing I learned, number one, dudes rock. <laughs> okay. Let's just get that one right out of the gate. Dudes, they rock. Yeah, there's a lot of dudes. I've heard there's a lot of dudes and a lot of friendship in this game. Yep. You make a lot of friends. You make a lot of allies. You also make a lot of enemies. Mm. That's a little corollary to number one. Some dudes do not rock. <laughs> If you're a corrupt politician or a corrupt police officer or a corrupt corrupt yakuza boss, you don't rock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the good thing yeah. is that when you run a foul of a dude who doesn't rock, some dudes who rock are going to back you up. All right. Yeah. Is buddy. that a pro- now? Is that a promise? 
Uh, that's as good of a promise as I'm ready to give. Okay, great. Well, wishy-washy Gaskin over here, almost promising. <laughs> almost promising safety in dude numbers. Yep. Dudes rock, number one. Yeah, while others, <laughs> I mean, read what you wrote here, please. <laughs> oh, uh, are you talking about for number one? Yeah, while others oh. who used to rock may have lost their way. <laughs> oh, yes, that's true. Sometimes dudes who once rocked stop rocking. Ugh. And that hurts. That's a heartbreak. That is. That yeah. is. Cool. All right, number two. Number two? I'm just gonna, like, I know they're not supposed to be role models, but... Uh, the criminal underbelly of Japan has a lot to teach us about men's fashion. <laughs> you don't have to be that guy who's on Twitter all the time talking about men's fashion to learn something about men's fashion. You just got to fire up a game with Kiryu and the boys. <laughs> They're going to point to the way forward. Here's my three big lessons for uh -huh. men's fashion, and I want you to employ all of these. Okay, and I'm going to use these uh, copy-paste onto my real life as well. Now, I was going to say, next time we hang out in person, we're going to dress yeah. to the nines. We need to go shopping. We really do. All right, number one. Style is substance. <laughs> Number two, a jacket can have a shirt under it, but it does not need a shirt <laughs> under it. And number three, our final point, when your clothes are loud, it means you are cool. <laughs> this is, okay, that third one, I have lived my life uh, uh, with the, uh, underneath that motto. That well, I mean, band. it goes, it, you know, it kind of goes back to number one, dudes rock. Yeah, right. Yeah, dudes rock. And when they're wearing a bright red button down with yes. floral pattern, they yep. rock extra hard. I cannot wait to get a drink and just like you and I are going to rock out so hard with our loud clothes because yeah. we're cool. Yes, I love it. All right. All right. Number, number three. three. <laughs> number three is a real kind of a complicated one. So okay. put your brain on, kids. Okay, here we go. Put your brain on maximum. There is a in Japanese mythology. There's a story of a koi fish who becomes a dragon after reaching the summit of a tall waterfall. There's more to it, but we're pressed for time. We've all got to get back to our wives and husbands. Okay, great. But the point is, there's a myth. There's a myth about a koi fish who becomes a dragon by reaching the summit of a tall waterfall. And what that means is that if you're a guy who's got a giant tattoo of a dragon on your back, <laughs> and you meet a guy who's got a tattoo of a koi fish on his back. At some point, he's going to try to kick your ass to prove he's as good as you. <laughs> That's just how it goes. And I'm guessing there are people like this in the game. I mean, there are people like this probably listening right now who've got the big <laughs> dragon tattoo, and they're like, oh, number one murder why Fred with the koi fish on his back is always like, hey, you want to play some one-on-one, -on -one, pick up basketball? Yeah. It's a ruse. He yeah. wants to prove he's stronger than you. I mean, look, uh, who hasn't been in a men's shower at a, at a, at a gym and, you know, you're looking at everyone's backs and everyone's got a different animal on their back and it all represents different metaphors. So, yeah, it's uh, weird to think about this, but like the Yakuza style back tattoo and the Care Bear tummy decal are kind of <laughs> like have the same function. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. That one's that. Probably gonna, that's saying that's probably going to get us both in trouble. We should uh, we should just scrub our lives and hide. <laughs> all right. Number four. Number four. I am an absolute beast at Princess League. Okay, what is Princess League? <laughs> you took the bait, you simple fool. <laughs> this is the this is the most spoilery part of the show. Okay. I'm just gonna tell you that right now. Spoilers you, for Princess League. Yeah, buddy. Yakuza 5 has you play part of the game 
is Haruka, the like the little girl who gets adopted at the beginning of the franchise. <laughs> I think and, I came over when this was happening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, around game five, she tries to become a pop idol, which means you get involved in something called Princess League. And <laughs> when I'm involved in Princess League, I kick fucking ass. I just, I wreck shit. I dance my heart off. I sing until the cows come home. Wow. I just, I dominated all three rounds of Princess League. Just phenomenal, like, S-rank scores every time. Oh, my God. Uh, T-set, your competitors, real assholes, by the way. They yeah. suck. Okay. Terrible. Terrible <laughs> humans and terrible artists. I scorched them. Three rounds to nothing. Why even have a third round? I don't know. <laughs> but I embarrassed them. And I would do it again. Jeez. Jeez. If you're out there... Try, trying to get into Princess League, don't come at me because I will stomp you. I'll stomp you like grapes that are meant to be wine. Wow. And yeah. I'm, and and my imagination running wild with what Princess League looks like or could be. Yeah, I was. There was a point where like I finished that whole story and then it's like it gave me the trophy of like you're the top princess. And I was like, I saw that like in my like little notifications. I was like, oh, all of my friends can see that one. <laughs> I was just waiting for the day you like showed up and were like, "Hey man, what's this?" Yeah. <laughs> like, what's this notification? Like, you're the you're the pr top princess, and I'd have to be like, "Yeah, I am," because I kick T sets asses because they suck. They're terrible <laughs> garbage. Number five. Number five. One hundred percent completion runs. We all know a video game's not over when the story's over. A video game's over when you've completed hundred percent of it. That is something I will never do ever. Didn't do it a single time. Not going to. That is insane. <laughs> I, If you're out there doing 100% completion runs, you are a beautiful maniac, and I salute you, and I will not join you in this endeavor. Like, I look at 100% completion people the way that, like, pretty good Catholics look at people who become monks. I'm like, I guess we believe the same thing, but, like, you're going way too far with it. <laughs> what, what would this entail? What would you, what would you have to do? Like, you got to beat all the, like, mini-games. You got to beat all the side quests. You got to beat, like, the secret assassin, Joe Amon, who <laughs> I tried it one time, and I got so mad, I thought I was going to have to, like, move out of my apartment because <laughs> I just didn't want to be in the room of failure anymore. <laughs> and I was just like, why would I do this to myself? Why Joe would I... Amon. It's J-O and then A-M-O-N. I may be butchering that because, again, oh. didn't really play the guy because it's too hard. Gotcha. I have things to do, like yeah. hmm. eating breakfast and crying and sometimes working. Is he a what is he like in every game? Yeah, he's like the secret assassin, like final post game boss that you can fight. Wow. And it's uh, very hard. I didn't want to do it. Yeah, I mean I mostly agree with this. I've 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 never done this with a game. Like yeah. I, I, I maybe would like to say that I would someday, but I, I like to move on. Yeah. I got things to do, things like other video do. games. At the very least, there's always another video game. Yeah. Uh, number six, and I must, uh, you know, gotta gotta put this out there. This is the final entry in the six things you learned. That's I true. love all five other things you learned. Dudes rock. Me, uh, mm -hmm. The the under the underbelly of uh, of uh, Japan needs to, uh, has a lot to teach us about fashion. Yes. Uh, the koi fish and the dragon. Yep, Tattoos, it's an important lesson. Princess League, and 100% runs are for monks. What's number yep. six? Number six, 
Buddy, it's all about the ABCs. Always be overcoming things. <laughs> if I learned one thing from playing Yakuza 0 through 6 is that when you face an obstacle, you knock it down, usually by hitting it. And if you can't knock it down, hit it again. Yeah. That is the main, like, no matter what happens to your protagonist in these games, they get up and they fight and they win. Or... They befriend another guy who's not as strong as them, who just like almost dies trying to accomplish something. And they're like, I see what you're doing here, almost dying, trying to accomplish something. I'm going to help you out because you learned an important lesson, which goes back to number one, dudes rock. Yeah, that's true. They do. They truly do. Um, yeah. Wow, Alex. I feel like I learned six things by, what, by, by listening to you, a guy who's binged Yakuza. Thank yeah, you so, so much. Are you, uh, don't, don't leave me hanging. Are you going to, you to dive into one of the games anytime soon? I, know I have to... zero loaded up <gasps> on my Xbox right now. I can nice. start it tonight. Oh, Zelda is taking a lot of priority right now. I will say, in fact, you could say I'm sitting here on this episode, excited to play it immediately after. All right. But answer, answer this. How is he dressed right now? How's right that now? little man dressed? Oh, yeah, he he's got his hiking bandana on his climbing bandana and his climbing gear. Uh, I don't have the climbing pants yet, but that's another story. Okay, how loud is his outfit? I gotta say, it's not that loud. It could be louder. It could probably be louder. You're not wrong. You're not yeah. wrong. Like, I mean, you, he could be wearing a snakeskin jacket with no shirt underneath. <laughs> that's an option, too. Alex Gaskin, thank you so much for joining me today on Video Games and Comedy Show. We appreciate you, pal. Where can people find you, and what do you want people to know? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Alex underscore J underscore Gaskin. And what I want you to know is that if you ever think it would be funny to do something just for yourself, do it. Yeah. Commit to the nonsense, people. Yeah, this is a big thing. This is, a, this is hopefully going to inspire lots of people to do that, to just be weird. Life be is short. You can die tomorrow. Selves. Do something silly today. <laughs> yeah. Play seven video games in a row. Yeah. Without any care for what's coming out in the in the video game world, like just burrow, God. go deep, anything. It's, make, it's making me wish we did a Yakuza Games Club. Maybe one day. Maybe, Maybe one day one we'll day. do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe I'll come out of retirement. Yeah, come out for one last fight. Um, well, you can follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. You can follow the show on Twitter at VGA Comedy Show. Again, check out check us out at Patreon. That's Patreon.com/slash/SuperNPCRadio. A lot of cool stuff happening over there. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode about a brand new thing. Bye-bye for now. See you. Sonna